Good morning, Mark. You're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning. Hi, what's up, dude? Uh, little chat on near-death experiences. <laughs> yeah, all right. So now you are a researcher on this, and uh, one of the guys on the show claims to have had a near-death experience. I are, have. Are these real or are they fake? They're real. They're absolutely real. All right. Well, they may be. They're they're real in the sense that people believe that it's happening to them. But do you really think they are crossing over into heaven or or the white light? Yeah. And coming back. Yeah. Yes, because the they bring accounts back of things that have happened that you can only see if you're out of your body. Uh, for example, yeah. a woman came out of a body in a hospital, being operated on. She died. Uh, went to the, a roof of the hospital, saw a red shoe, was revived, and could explain about this red shoe. Staff went up onto the roof, got the red shoe, and you could only see that red shoe from the air. So you tell me how she could have done that. Oh, Being dead. Oh, my gosh. That is a little bit unusual. I, I don't really right. believe in a lot of this stuff, but that seems to I make do. sense. Dieter had a near-death experience. What was it, Dieter? I was working out, and I broke my hand, and I had a lot of weight on. I should have taken the weight down because I, you know, I had a broken hand. I was still working out, and the weight came down on my neck, and I couldn't get it off. And I remember passing out, and I remember rising out of my body and looking back and seeing myself on the bench, and I, I remember seeing a spider in the corner. How else would I have seen that spider except for I was raised up out? And I remember looking around the gym, I saw a girl on a treadmill, and I remember thinking, you know, she's not bad. And then I came back, you know, somebody, thank God, pulled the bar off my neck and I was able to breathe again. Is that a typical near-death experience, Mark? Does it sound like it? It's more an out-of-body experience. Um, I doubt that he would have actually gone into death because it would have taken a lot to have revived him. Never know. You know, he wasn't there. But uh, generally, he got the first stage of either an out-of-body experience or near-death experience. They're so similar that it's, it's hard to classify just on that, that one occasion. But it's definitely a case of being out of the body. I saw a light. I mean, there was a bright light as I was rising up. Uh, then it's looking more like a near-death experience because that's a common part of near-death experiences. Now, what is, that, what is that light, Mark? Is it heaven or what is it supposed to be? Well, the, the light's often preceded by a tunnel. Um, and what it is, it's going into a higher dimension again. There's different planes and all that over there. So it's going into a higher dimension, more spiritual dimension. It, it's good you come back, you know. I know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Have you had one of these, or how did you get into this? Well, I haven't had a near-death experience myself, but I've had out-of-body experiences, quite a lot of out-of-body experiences. Now, how does that happen? Were you laying there and you're suddenly floating out of your body or what? Mushrooms? Yeah, that's right. About uh, one in ten people anyway have out-of-body experiences, which is quite a lot. Um, but I taught myself to have out-of-body experiences, um, just learning how to project and, and travel around there. Like astral projection? Yes, that's right, astral you, projection. You can do that? Yes. So you can, like... At night, you can sleep and you can fly your soul like to the Eiffel Tower. Not necessarily to the Eiffel Tower, but the, you, yeah, you can get out of the body. Yes, that's right. See, really? now that, that sounds nuts to me, but I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. How do you? How far is your range so you can get out of your body? Do you do it at night while you're sleeping? Do you do it during the day or when? When I fall asleep, because it's when you fall asleep that you split from your body. If you've ever had the sensation of waking up and falling back, uh, like you've fallen from a bit of a height. 
Yeah. That's you coming back out of a, an astral experience. That's you coming back into your body. When you're sleeping, you're generally out of your body, but you can't, you don't realize it. You can't see what's going on. You can just be in the images of your subconscious. And, uh, you, you've got no idea of being out of your body. But if, if, uh, someone is out of the body, they can see people who are dreaming. And if you're dreaming, you can realize that you're dreaming. You can say, look, I'm in a dream. Where am I? And then you can realize that you're out of your body as well. So are you dreaming or are you actually physically out of the body? You're actually out of your body. You're in another place. That's why you can see um, like that spider on the, on the ceiling and things like that. Because you're out of your body. You couldn't see that if you were lying down asleep. All right. And uh, how far are you able to go, Mark? You can go right up to the planet. You can leave this this planet behind. Go to your neighbor's house. Check out the chick there. Oh, no. dude, I'd love to, man. <laughs> go in there, see if she's naked. You know, no. see her in the shower. Can you just can you go where you want to go, Mark? Because this all sounds a little bit kooky to me. But can you can you if I wanted to go into my neighbor's house, for instance, and yes. watch her take a shower, I would be able to do that. In theory, but in practice, you're more likely not to not to get there. Um, it's quite difficult to move around. You, it takes quite a bit of practice. And uh, you find that even flying is such a, a weird and strange sensation that you, you come back to your body pretty quickly. So you've got to really learn how to move around there. When you are having an out-of-body experience and you come back, are you drained? Like, who is the superhero that when they use... Is it Superman? Or no, who uses their... Their Superman's powers tired after, yeah. Afterwards, like when you have an outer body experience, does somebody then their body is ex exhausted or no? No, you're fine because you've just been asleep. It's exactly the same. Hmm. Um, whether you're aware of being out of your body or whether you're just dreaming, the effect on your body is exactly the same. Right. You sleep and you wake up fine. Mark Pritchard has a uh, book, The Peace of the Spirit Within, which is going to be out this Christmas. What do you think happens to people, uh, let's say it's not a near-death experience, they actually die, what happens to them? They go to heaven? It depends. Uh, <laughs> when you say heaven, some people have, or most people have an experience of going into the light or, or seeing pleasant beings and things like that. Nice, pleasant experience. But about 15% of people have a negative experience. It's not very pleasant at all who have um, near-death experiences, that is. And the figure could actually be higher because people don't like to say, oh, look, I, I, I died, I revived, and I had a bad experience. They went to hell, that's why. Uh, yeah, so were that, those... that tends not to be spoken about as much. But... Yeah, have there been ones where they go into hell? Tell me about those. Yeah, there have been quite a lot of, uh, of cases like people going into hell. Um, not actually into it, but into a sinister kind of region, um, feeling negative vibes, going through this tunnel, um, which is more like a corridor instead of um, instead of a, like a tunnel, uh, going to these like toll booths, and then basically stopping somewhere around there and being told they have to come back. Hmm. Uh, and then being back in their bodies. But the experience is quite unpleasant, like a more sinister sort of feel to it, not this lovely spiritual feeling. Have you read 90 Minutes in Heaven? 
No, I haven't. Oh, check that book out. What about right. people who say that, uh, that that this is just the mind playing tricks on you when you're dying? You know, that's the mind, uh, chemicals in the brain, and we have a a powerful imagination, and it's it's as we're dying, it's it's telling us that this is happening just to kind of comfort us. What do you think about that theory? There are just far too many accounts of people who who see things here when they're not just well dying, but they're dead. You know, completely dead. There's no brain activity whatsoever. You can you can sort of look at the times when the person is dead, see the events that take place at that time, and the person can describe those events exactly. And that was the time that they were dead. So it's not just that your body is dying or you're reviving out of death. We're talking about the time when the body is actually dead, when there should be no conscious activity whatsoever now your uh, your website that you created is it it's wh- how, how do you say that gnostic web gnostic, gnostic web? web you know you've heard of the gnostics yes yeah gnostic web and do you teach people how to do on that website it says free online courses is it what uh teach you how to get out of body like what you do yeah one of the courses yeah teaches you to get out of your body and it goes on for nine weeks um, cool. we've had it's about 43,000 people on it and 67% success rate. Wow. Quite now, good. If there's two people at the same time who are having an out-of-body experience, can you hook up with that person and, like, hang out? Oh. Yes, you can, yep. And you can talk about it then when you wake up. What? Can you have astral yep. sex? Uh, never tried. Uh, you should try. Dude, this, this, this guy's tried, trying. No. Yeah, if, if I was able to do what you claim to be able to do, Mark... I would be over at my neighbor's house watching her shower. I'd be having sex with other people I see floating around out of the body and all that sort of stuff. I mean, I would try all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. Screw yeah, going to other planets. What's nice, there? You'd miss the nice bits like the light, you know, and all that kind of thing. So. <laughs> Turn the light off. Yeah, I got enough Yeah, I got enough lights uh, going on here. Uh, Jennifer in St. Louis is on uh, uh, Rover's Morning Glory with Mark Pritchard. Good morning, Jennifer. Hi. Hi. What's up, hon? Um, I just wanted to say, I've never told anybody this, but since you guys are talking about it this morning, back when I was about six or seven, I was sleeping at my grandparents' house waiting for my parents to come and pick me up, and I had an out-of-body experience. I was laying on a couch, and all of a sudden, I was, like, floating, and I just kind of, it was like I was walking really lightly, and I just started walking really slowly or floating, and went up the steps and I was just kind of walking through the house and started to go out the front door and I started to hear a noise like somebody was coming in and all of a sudden I was back in my body and my you know somebody was waking me up and it was just a very weird experience but absolutely incredible the feeling and to this day I still remember how it felt but have no idea how to ever be able to do it. Couldn't so. it just be a dream, though? I mean, I've been laying there in bed, and you're laying there, and like you, 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 you think that aliens are coming, but you're, you're uh, awake, but you're asleep. You know what I mean? I mean, I've, I've had, I don't know if I've had the out of body, but Mark, what does it sound like to you? Yeah, it sounds a very typical out of body experience, just being out of your body and moving around in the, in the place where you've just projected or just come out. And of it's your not body. possible that she could just be dreaming all of that. It's possible, yeah, because uh, you know we dream and we have this model of the world which we create. But um, you can sort of tell that it's not a dream. You can't then prove it to anybody. You cannot prove that um, that she was out of her body. There's no way you can do that. 
Uh, it was definitely was not real. a dream. I could definitely tell it was not a dream. I've never had a dream like that ever again. I've had dreams where, you know, you felt like you were falling or that you've woken up like you just fell right back into your body in the bed. I've never, I mean, I've never, ever experienced that ever again like that. So I definitely know that it, it had to have been an out-of-body experience of how I was floating and how free I felt. Well, maybe, Jennifer, you can uh, take... You can go to his website, Pritchard's website. How do you spell that, uh, Mark? Uh, what is your website address again? I'm I'm sorry. I've... It's www.gnosticweb.com. That's G-N-O-S-T-I-C-W-E-B.com. All right. In the new book, The Peace of the Spirit Within, which is out this Christmas, and Mark has spent the past 15 years researching uh, this sort of stuff, and he believes in it. I do, too, Mark. I'm not sure if I do, but... Uh... All right, Mark, thank you so much for coming on Rover's Morning Glory. Thanks very much. All right, bye-bye. That's uh, Mark. I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I think that chick was just dreaming is what I think. I saw a show on uh, Discovery, I think, where they had they ran tests, and they had this, this girl sleeping... And they wrote uh, uh, like a four-digit number on top of the bed shelf, so she couldn't see it. And they were mm -hmm. monitoring the whole time. Mm -hmm. And she left her body, and she would come back the next day and tell them exactly what the four-digit codes were. Really? Awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. It was really interesting. So you believe in it, uh, uh, John? Yeah, I definitely do.